You need to like take time to look outward or to tell your story or to do things that might not necessarily correlate with value directly. Hey guys, it's your girl, Ashley Graham, and you are listening to Business Life and Coffee Podcast with your boy, Joey Price. Hey, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Business Life and Coffee Podcast. What would a podcast episode be about coffee without a coffee CEO? This week, we are talking with Josh Saloff, who is the co-founder and CEO of Sudden Coffee. Now, Sudden Coffee is a hip, cool outfit that's got a factory in San Francisco. And today we're going to talk about Josh's story. And we may have some time to talk about some of his fun pursuits that he gets into when he's not enjoying or making a good cup of coffee. Hey, Josh, thanks for joining the show. Thanks for having me. So, man, you are the co-founder and CEO of Sudden Coffee. Why did you start? a coffee company? Yeah. So it kind of happened by accident. So we started Sudden Coffee about three years ago. So I'll give you the quick rundown. Um, I started my career in, in operations. I When I was 18, I went to this McDonald's and there's a really long line. And I was just like looking at how they could re like change the process in the machines. And I was like, man, it'd be cool to get paid to do that. And so I started in college, did industrial engineering, ended up working for this company, McKinsey, where I was an operations consultant. And along the way, I just got really the, I, this idea of food and like how you can make restaurants more efficient became this theme for me. And I left McKinsey, I joined Groupon and worked on this product called Breadcrumb, which was uh, point of sale for high-end restaurants. And through that, I started to see that food is not about being efficient. It's about making people feel good. When you go to a really great restaurant or um, a great bar or cafe, you get this awesome feeling when someone just makes eye contact with you or asks you how your day is going. And I also noticed that you know if you live outside of New York or San Francisco or Chicago or L.A., it's just a lot harder to have access to those kinds of experiences. You know, you're either priced out of the market, it's too expensive, or, you know, there aren't great cafes in your town. And so I started working on different food startups that were all about, this like out of my kitchen, all about like how you could bring this really awesome craft experience to people wherever they are. And along the way, I got intro to Kale, my co-founder. And so he'd been in coffee for 10 years and originally was trying to make the best cup of coffee possible and had a similar revelation that great coffee is it's something that makes you feel good in the morning it's part of your daily ritual and so he also wanted to figure out how to make that more extendable and through going to a couple conferences the idea of really good instant coffee came up and the question was like you know like you can use instant coffee to be able to give people this craft coffee in a way that's easy and you know, really easy to ship in the mail, etc. And so we had a mutual mentor introduce us to each other. And we both immediately clicked on this idea of, you know, how do we make people feel good through great coffee? Like, how do we deliver smiles to people like wherever they are? And so that's kind of the genesis for Sudden Coffee. Yeah. I segued you by saying that you've got a uh, warehouse in San Francisco where you all have sold over 100,000 cups of coffee. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So we so we, we make really great instant coffee and we we do all of it in California. So we, we buy roasted beans from some of the top roasters in the country. We created a new brewing process to brew instant coffee in a way that's different than it's ever been brewed before. And then we freeze dry it into a powder and then we package it 
we freeze dry and package it in our factory in San Francisco, and then we ship it out. You know, it used to be only available on our website. Now you can buy it on Amazon. You can also buy it in retail stores. And so, yeah, we basically ship everything out of San Francisco. Yeah. And, and so, Josh, at what point in your life did you first fall in love with the way that coffee makes you feel or the experience that, that coffee makes you uh, want to enjoy? What was that first moment or first few moments like in your life? I guess there's probably a few different times. I think, you know, at first, I think I started like everyone else. I was having coffee in the office when I was an intern. And it was sort of just about like having something that would wake me up. And then the second experience I remember was there's this, I, I used to live in Boston. There's this co- uh, coffee shop called Thinking Cup. And they, that was the first time that I had a pour over. And um, I had a roommate at the time. He's like really into coffee. And he was just like, you got to try this. And it was the first time I had coffee that wasn't, you know, bitter. And I could have it without cream and sugar. And I was like, whoa, this is kind of interesting. <laughs> That's pretty um, cool. Yeah. And then the last time, uh, there's a cafe in San Francisco called Ritual Coffee. And I was fortunate enough to live across the street from it, like by chance. And they make really, like, really great light roasted coffee. And that was the first time where I actually tasted, you know, flavor notes like when they say like the coffee tastes like blueberry i had a cup of coffee there and i had it without cream and sugar and i was like wow this is you know this is really special this tastes awesome and that sort of is what got me into it in the first place so you're trying to share that i don't want to over romanticize it by calling it a love story but you want to share that warm fuzzy feeling that you've experienced with coffee and that your roommate helped you experience with coffee and just take it to the masses yeah exactly yeah Um, you know in the industry people call it hospitality like it's not just about the coffee itself but the hospitality is like the feeling that you get and we like to call it scalable hospitality like how do we take something that you know you're not interacting with a person but how do we give it a personal touch so you know that a person like you know we touch everything by hand like we're still we're still small a lot of stuff is handmade and we want customers to feel that we want people to feel that personality yeah that's so good we are joined by josh zaloff who is the co-founder and ceo of sudden coffee and josh so when i think of coffee i think of coming into the office getting my cold brew trying to be as productive as possible but you say that we should stop trying to optimize every minute of our day what's your thoughts uh as an entrepreneur as someone who's been in the startup game for some time what are your thoughts on the quote-unquote grind or the quote-unquote hustle and productivity what are your thoughts on on that those things yeah. Um, you know, it's funny, like I, as I said earlier, like I started out as an efficiency expert. And so everything was like, how do you optimize everything, you know, like from crossing the street to your day to all this stuff. I think especially for startups, I had this pretty big realization in the last year that a lot of times you end up uh, like for a startup, you're always trying to grow exponentially. So you're trying to go from like the first hundred customers to the first thousand and then the first thousand and then to 10,000. And when you're focused just on the grind, a lot of times you end up doing things that just help you grow linearly. Grow up and why is that a bad thing? To grow linearly? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, when you're specifically for like a startup or starting something new, it, it just ends up being too small or too slow. So like if I have 100 customers and then the next week I have 105 customers and then the next week after that I have 110 customers, it's going to take me like 20 years to make have enough customers to pay the bills. And so you really need to figure out how to quickly go from that 100 customers to 100,000. Because even like 
a small cafe, like a cafe is selling, you know, thousands of cups of coffee per day. So as an entrepreneur, like you have to be thinking about how to hit that exponential growth faster if you want your business to pay the bills. And I had this realization that a lot of times you end up having these these moments that are like really hard to predict. Like you go to a conference and you run into someone and they happen to have an idea that you can use for your startup and you couldn't have predicted it. Like you couldn't have like put that conference. It's it's hard to say that like you should spend four days going to that <laughs> conference and, and put that on your to-do list. But through that, you by chance meet someone who helped you out and then your business goes to the next level. This happened for us with fundraising. Our second round of financing, we we were in the New York Times. That kind of happened due to a chance encounter with a reporter. And then uh, this investor happened to be reading the New York Times because his fiance gave him an article about us. And he was specifically looking for a investment in caffeine in a subscription. And we kind of met all of those attributes. And then we had an investment within five days for you know $2 million. And that's something that like you can't repeat, you can't predict. And so if you just focus on like just doing your to-do list, you're never going to have those moments happen to you. You need to like take time to look outward or to tell your story or to do things that might not necessarily correlate with value directly. Yeah, that's so true. And I, I was I was chuckling when you were talking about going to the networking event because that's been my story so, so many times, man. Like, when I tell people that a lot of the doors that have been open for me have not been because I worked hard, but it's because I built a relationship or I listened to a somebody's story or like I gave someone my ear or we just went out after a conference and, and chatted and got to know that person. Like those things have helped me leapfrog all the people who are like, I got to work seven to seven. I got to do the grind like because relationships matter and i also say you know it's not what you know or who you know it's who knows what you can do and if you're just nose down in the grind no one's gonna know you because you're gonna try to build this big thing all by yourself and that's like the hardest way that's the quickest way to that's the quickest way to burn out that's the quickest way to die is to feel like you've got to grind day in and day out and not have an opportunity to look up and smell the roses and chat with folks Exactly. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Yeah, man. Well, hey, if someone's listening to this podcast today and they say, Josh, man, you seem like a really good mentor for me. I want to get started in a in a subscription business. I want to get started in a in a startup. What are some of the tips that you would share either from your experience or lessons that you know now that you wish you would have known uh, early on starting out? I mean, there's you know definitely loads of things I could get into. I think going back to the early days, like before Sudden, I spent a year trying out all these different startup ideas, and you know I think there's a really big value to basically just at taking something from having the idea to actually just going going and trying it. Instead of, I think a lot of times folks get caught up in the research phase, where they're like trying to make a business plan, and they'll spend three weeks making a business plan. And they won't try to just pick up the phone and see if some like sell something to someone, like see if anyone will buy that. And the, the fastest you can do that, the fastest you'll learn. And it's not just about learning about the business, but it's like learning if you're passionate about it. It's learning if customers like it and you're getting pattern recognition. So like when me and my co-founder first met, 
he'd kind of had a prototype for sudden copy and we sat down on day one and I was like, how do we sell, like, how do we sell the first tube within a week? And Christmas was coming up and we were like, great. Okay. We're going to make a plan so that one week from now we are selling sudden coffee for the first time out, out to people. And we could only make a hundred tubes. You know, we didn't have the packaging figured out. We didn't have the brand figured out. We were like, great, let's see if we can do that. And it sold out in two minutes. And that told us like, great, like there is something here. And we've had other folks, you know, I've talked to, like we had a competitor and, you know, they announced that they were launching and they didn't sell a tube for six months. And so you're losing out on all of this learning in that time. So I think that's one thing I would really encourage people to do is try to figure out a way to prototype it fast. The other big thing is is try to talk to customers as much as possible. I think we had one of the biggest breakthroughs um, where one of our advisors was like, you know, we were trying to figure out exactly who our customer segment was. And in general, we, you know, we do practice just trying to get on the phone with people, ask them how they use the product, et cetera. Um, but one thing that was really interesting is our one of our advisors was like, hey, you have everyone's address and names and emails from because their people are buying it online. And so we started looking at Google Street View to look at like, you know, the homes and streets where people live. We started looking at people on LinkedIn and Facebook. And all of a sudden we saw that, you know, we have a really high number of customers that are doctors. A lot of our customers are in their 40s. We thought before that our customers were in their 20s. We found that they all have like really active hobbies like, you know, cycling or, you know, climbing, rock climbing. And all of these things helped us figure out how to do marketing more effectively, et cetera. But it was by like going really deep on knowing who our customer was. And that was something that we weren't doing in quite the same way before. That's good stuff, man. Get out there and sell something. If you're listening, sell by a week from now, a week from the time you've uh, listened to this podcast, you need to go out there and convince someone that you've got the answer to their problems and talk to customers to figure out what it is that you can do to help improve how you market your product. Josh, it's really been a pleasure chatting with you, man. Uh, we've got to do it again sometime soon. And I hope to check out your coffee sometime. And where can people connect with you to get their first cup of sudden coffee? Yeah, so easiest places on our website, suddencoffee.com. Second easiest place is Amazon. Just go on Amazon and search for Sudden Coffee. And we're going to be hitting more and more retail shelves soon. So uh, hopefully you'll see it in places like Whole Foods over the next year. And uh, yeah, that, that's, those are the best places to look out for it. If you've recently started a business, why take away time from what you're good at? Only to focus on difficult, pesky HR problems. Jumpstart HR LLC offers a better solution. Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to U.S.-based small businesses and startups and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country, according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business. Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information or follow on Twitter at Jumpstart HR. Jumpstart HR. Let's build a better business together. Thanks for listening to the Business Life and Coffee Show with Joey Price. We hope you're inspired to become the best version of yourself after listening to our guest. What thought or idea stood out the most to you? Keep the conversation going by tweeting the show at BizLifeCoffee or our host at Joey V. Price HR with the hashtag BLCMoments. And if you like what you just heard, pass along our podcast to at least five people. Detailed show notes can be found at www.businesslifeandcoffee.com. 
and our full archive is available on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Google Play. This has been a Jumpstart HR production. Join us next time for another edition of the Business Life and Coffee Show.